What's going on, Boxing Freaks? It's your boy Whiskey J giving you a bonus episode, and I got a special guest. He's a Philly fighter with a record of six wins, zero losses, one draw with three knockouts. He's the one and only Joshua the Real War Jones. Had the distinct pleasure and honor to interview him today. We had a great conversation about what got him into boxing, what it what it takes nowadays to be out there. Do you need to be on social media? Do you need to be flamboyant? Do you need to be stunting uh, like many of the youngsters would want to say? Um, do you need to do that stuff? We talk about his clothing line, Real War Fit. Go check, go cop it. Make sure you get it. I'm for sure going to go get it. And many other topics about his um his upbringing in the game, what's he planned to do in the next three years, and all that good stuff. So, without further ado, I'm going to shut the hell up, and I'm going to roll the tapes. Enjoy. Let's get ready to rumble! I'm a true champion. I'm willing to go to his turf in Atlantic City. I'm going to step on him. I'm going to crush him. Y'all can mark my words in it. I'll come in your backyard, baby, for that, my man. Pound, pound, the baddest man throwing down. So no matter what you do, I want you to train what weight you lift. You're gonna lose. I'm never, ever gonna lose. Blatant. I'm the real champion. There'll never be one like me. The world champs to be pretty like me. I am no challenger for no man. I am the lineal heavyweight that means I'm the best of the best. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast bonus episode. And when I do a bonus episode, I got to bring you a killer guest. Ladies and gentlemen, this guest right here is from Philadelphia. So you know he's tough. You know he got heart, and he's courageous. He's the undefeated fighter with a record of 6-0, one draw, three knockouts. He's the one and only Josh Joshua, the real war, Jones. Joshua, say hello to the fans. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? Hey, well, thank you thank you for taking the time. I know you've been busy. I know we were chopping it up before. You know, you had a lot of stuff to do, but thank you for taking the time to be on the show. You know, I appreciate you guys for having me. For sure, man, for sure. So, I mean, right off the bat, bro, I got to ask you. You're wearing your clothing line right now. I, I, before the interview, I was checking it out. I'm about to go buy that. Do you make yeah, size for people like me? I'm a little thick on the thick side, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get in the weight. I, I make all sizes, all the way up to uh, the 3X. Oh, oh shit, I'm good then. I'm, I'm on XL. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, what drove you to want to do into the clothing line, I mean? Um, like, with me boxing, you know, so I wanted the, the brand my name is because my box name is the real war so i i thought of like fitness like fitness was the first thing that came to mind because i like to wear comfortable things while i work out you know and i also like to to wear it while while i'm like just lounging around chilling i like to wear like fitness clothes like i like to be comfortable everywhere yeah. I'm so i'm like yo i want to start a like a brand where it's no I can feel very comfortable, you know, because I like, like, I don't know if it's just me, but like, I don't be real comfortable in a lot of like Nike or like Under Armour stuff. So I'm like, I wanted to try to find something that, that fits perfectly, you know, that everybody will be able to fit, that 
you you'll feel good at it as you work out and you don't feel like it's suffocating you, it's yeah. killing you, but you'll still be able to uh to lose the weight or or, or break the sweat, you know. So that's what I just came out with my own uh, uh brand. Man, it looks I, sick. I, I found the right like shirts, right, right quality and things for everybody. So you know, everybody has been giving good, great reviews back for and everything. So that's a good thing. I'm for sure gonna go buy it. Like I'm not even, I'm not shitting you. I'm really after this. After we're done rapping, I'm gonna go online and DM you guys. Get my shorts and my shirt, for sure. Yes, sir. Now for sure. I mean, I'm usually comfortable with some Walmart gear. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'll, I'll wear like yeah. the shorts and the in the shirt, and I like yes. to be comfortable as hell too. But I was looking at the stuff. I'm like, those shirts look more comfortable than the ones I'm gonna be wearing when I go work out. Yeah, yo, hey, bro. Like I like. These were the first shirts I had. Like I had more than one kind of shirt. Like, cause I went to like try like different ones to see like like which was gonna make me feel comfortable. And like I was uncomfortable in, in some of them, and some of them I was okay with. But these were like the perfect fit, and I'm like, I love these. Like I'm like I love them. like. And so I bought a bunch for myself just to work out and move around before I even started selling them. Um, so going to my question, you know, with that being the label, you're going with the real war. How did you come up with the nickname, the real war? Like, are you just, was that just in you going into war in all the gyms? And then we're like, Hey, that guy's always in the war. That's a real war. <laughs> no, it was a, it was actually a lady. Her name is coach, uh, Sharon, Sharon Baker. I think this is Ms. Sharon last name. Um, she was my strength and conditioning coach. She trained at the brother Nazem to help train Steve Cunningham oh, wow. and everybody. Yeah, like you, if you you would see her around, like if you would see like some of Ramadan fights with some of his fighters, like she was always there, you know. So she like, yo, you you love going to war, like you know, and and, and people don't realize that it's a war until they really get in there with you. So so she was like, your name, like war. She was taking the sound with war, war, like. She's like, no, you the real war. That's just gonna be your name. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, that name is it was clicking because at first my name was Joshua Hands and Stone Jones. That people, oh, that was my yeah. professional name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was taking that to Roberto Duran. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm not, you know, I can't I'm not saying I can't live up to Roberto Duran's legacy, but it was like he made his mark with that name. Yeah. You feel me? And I'm like, I wanna make a name. A original name that I can make my mark with, just like how he did. And it rolls you know? smoothly too. And it rolls smoothly, like Joshua the Real War Jones. Like it just rolls like nice. Yeah. So when she gave me that name, I took the name and I and I just ran with it. Like I'm like, no, I'm, I'm keeping this name. I'm keeping this. Like I, I love this. I got to. No, and like I said, it's like I said, it rolls right naturally. Like when I was like practicing to say your name, like I was like, you know, I usually practice the beer, like, oh, Josh, oh, that rolls real nice. I can see, yeah. I, I would love to see it heard like in a freaking like stadium full and having like with Michael Buffer or Jimmy Lennon saying that shit, like that shit gonna roll nice. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, it is. So, my next question. What got you into boxing? I know when I got into boxing is because I used to get into fights with my brother and a couple people in the streets. And my dad's like, all right, cool. You like to fight? I'm going to throw you in here. Let's see if you can go in with real fighters. What was your, like... Uh, uh, my dad, my dad actually, uh, you know, 
because I was a kid, I was a troublesome kid, you know, getting into fights all the time. You okay. know, not saying I was hanging with the wrong crowd, but I just love to fight, you know. Like as kids, we all did stuff. Yep. Did a lot of things, but I really loved to fight. So I always just fighting like somebody older than me. I, I got caught fighting and trying to fight a grown man. So my dad, like, yo, you like you like fighting. So I'm gonna put you somewhere where you can where you can fight it. <laughs> Like I, and I'm like, huh? I'm he like I'm gonna take you somewhere where they love to fight. Like you, you hunter, you asking hunter. Like yeah, I know somewhere where kids love to fight. And I, I think that I'm like, where is he gonna take me? Like where my dad gonna take me? At? Yeah, so go to grandma, go to grandma something. So then I'm like, uh, so then he like, uh, 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 he took me into a boxing gym, right? He took me into the gym. I'm like, all right, so what, what we doing here? Like, and it was kids all in there. So he like, my dad like, can he box him? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm his father. Like, I just want him to box him. Like, you know, he started explaining to the guy like why he wanted me to be in there and what was going on. So he uh let me get in there with the kid. And the kid oh, hit me with a body shot. Boom! Ooh. He dropped me. I started crying, oh, Dad, I don't want to box no more, Dad. Like, I got up. My dad, like, no, no, uh-uh. You said you wanted to, you, you like fighting, right? And this is somewhere where they like to fight. He like, well, I got a task for you. So I'm like, like I think I'm over there, like, like wheezing and crying, still trying <laughs> to figure out what it is. I'm like, actually, like, what is it? He like, uh, if you can beat that kid up that drops you with that body shot, you can stop boxing. So, huh? so me not thinking of it as a punishment, like it really was my punishment. But me not thinking of it in that way, I'm like, I'm trying to get this task done because, like, I don't, I don't want to let. I was one of the kids like I never want to let my dad down, mm-hmm. you know. So that was in my head, like I, ain't, I can't let my dad down. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get this kid. I'm gonna get him back. So sure enough, a couple months later went by. Like, I'm training in the gym every day. I wasn't going out, out with my friends. I come home, do my homework, and go straight to the gym. Oh, shit. Yeah. Straight dedication. So, straight dedication. You were trying to get that test done. Yeah. So, like, I get there. I do the thing. I get over on the kid. Get over on the My dad, like, so what you want to do? Like, I'm like, Dad, boxing easy. I like boxing. Like, now I want to box, right? So, my dad, like, you know, once we start, we're not no quarters. So once you start, so you got to keep this going. Like, it ain't no quitting. So he like, it's going to get hard. It's going to get tough. It's a lot. It's going to come with it. Me being young, I didn't think of it that way. I'm like, let's go. Like, I want it. Like, I want a box. Like, <laughs> if I can keep beating people up, yeah. Oh, oh, did we lost them? Did we lose them? Something must have happened. Ladies and gentlemen, don't want technical difficulties here. But like I said, we got Joshua, the real world Jones right now. So some technical difficulties uh, at the up. moment. I did so with, I did so with the microphone. Uh, nah, you good, good, man. Yeah, that was biased. But um, after that, like, I, I I kept going with it. Like He kept me going with the boxing. I mean, looking back now, like, if you had a choice, like, if you can go back in time and be like, would you tell your young self, like, hey, like maybe do something else or would you still stick to boxing is boxing like a passion of yours i mean it has to be because you're still doing it but the fact that you beat the kid and you still stuck to it and you're still doing it means you're passionate but knowing all like the ups and downs of the boxing game would you still tell your younger self to like what would what would be the advice i mean what would be the question to your younger self 
I would still I would still do it, but I would listen to my dad more. Cause as I got older, you know, my dad started letting me make this decisions on my own. Mm. You know, he started like he had, he had a job, so he started working a lot, and it, it's I start slacking some because I didn't have my dad on my back like that, you yeah. know. So that it, it was like one of my little downfalls that I had because I wound up stopping for a while and all that, and I but I would have listened. I would listen more, but it still shaped me and made me who I am today. Like I still never let it go. I always came back to boxing, like, and I'm here now. Besides boxing, what else are you talented in? Like, is there was there any other interest besides boxing, or was it just like straight boxing head? Like you were just like, like you were just like a horse. Like it was tunnel vision. It's boxing only. I played football. I was good at football. I tried out for my school basketball team. I made it, but I never played. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I I could have done everything. I could like I'm athletic. I could have played every sport because I did. I played soccer in uh in uh, middle school. I did gymnastics. Uh, oh, yeah, jack of all trades, and you know how to do everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm one of them. But I I had to make a decision in high school whether I was going to box, play football, whether I was going to box or play football because I I didn't play basketball. So I made my decision to stick with boxing and leave football alone. Like I had got a, a little scholarship to a, a college in Connecticut to come play football. Oh damn! But I I chose boxing over football. I mean, I mean, so is it is is that still something you like? You think about like you know I could have done the college thing, or are you still like you you're good with the decision you make right now? I'm great with the decision I made. Like it's like, like yeah, boxing has its ups and downs, you know, but. Yeah, I wouldn't be who I am today without it. Yeah. And there's more to like I I feel like I'm I love I love boxing. Hence yeah. the reason I got the show. But the reason I like it because it, it's you. Like it's always it's, it's on you. Like you, if you didn't put it in, if you didn't put the work in the gym, if you didn't dedicate yourself, it's on you. It ain't on yeah. nobody else. Nobody on to blame. You can't blame nobody. It's you, bro. Y'all could like that's why I be saying when fighters do that in the fights, oh all this my corner, this, this, that, that. No. It's you. you, bro. I totally agree. Like that, that's something that's why I like. Like I like team sports, but I love boxing because it's of the one and one. Like, yeah, you got a team behind you that's preparing you to go to war, but it's on yeah. you to, to put yourself mentally and physically there. It's not yep, and perform. Yep. Yeah, that's so yes, I, that's is. why I love I love boxing like that. So I, I could see why you know, yeah, you, you did this, you had the scholarship, you did all the sports, but I could see why you steered more. Oh shit, my bad. You steered more towards uh boxing and you stay and you're sticking with it i mean with the record and an incredible record now like i said ladies and gentlemen be six and no one draw three knockouts and my, my question is going to be three knockouts do you just look for the knockout or does it does you or you just let that shit flow like naturally like i, I let it flow let it flow I let it flow like it, it comes to me like when i go looking for a knockout it don't come so i stop looking i'll look for like I'm a boxer puncher, so mm. it's always like a, a knockout is going to show. Like it's going to show itself. Like you, you're going to be able to tell when you could knock somebody out. It's like a shark in the water when he smell blood. Well, I saw that highlight you had on your Instagram page, and I, I think you threw, I think you threw a, a right jab, and then you went straight down the pipe with the left, and the guy yeah, didn't look like he hurt. Yeah, overhand. 
And I saw it and I go, oh, he hurt. And you, you right away jumped on him like quick, but you didn't smother your punch. You gave yourself enough room to then throw another punch. And the guy just fucking took, a, took the knee down. And I was like, yeah. damn, he knew. He, it's almost like you read the guy. Like I think in, like, in, a lot of people don't understand when I say things. For a boxer, you have to be a, a body reader. You got to know how to read that person's body. Because I think from the outside perspective, for casual, oh, you know, his power. It ain't power. You read it. You analyzed yeah. it. And it's a split second that you did all that. And, bro, I didn't even throw that my hardest. Like, yeah, it didn't even look, it it looked, just there. It looked natural. It looked like just like, oh, yeah. it was like a throwaway punch, but it just, it just happened. Yeah. Damn. I, so, boxer puncher, do you, I mean, do you prefer to just like, I mean, because you're the real war? Like, I mean, do you, do you like to scrap? I mean, that's always the, the premise of a Philly fighter. They, 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 they love the scrap. If a scrap is there, I can go to war. If it's there, if it comes down to it, oh, yeah, yeah, we go get this shit on. <laughs> go, I can stay in. I can stay in the ring and bang with the best. Though we can get this shit on. So that's like, I wouldn't even lie to you. That's, that's so it's true what they say about Philly fighters. They're tough. They're tough individuals. Like you know, you're in for a fight when you fight a Philly fighter. Yeah. Oh damn! All right. So I mean, the minus another question is who's one of your favorite Philly fighters? I mean, you got a lot, like a list of great fighters that have come from Philadelphia. Like, what's one of yours? Yeah. Uh, uh, one of one of what as of in this era or of it doesn't matter. Time. I mean, I mean, any era, bro. You, you, I mean, you got right now what with J Rock Williams, you got um, oh, I'm trying to come up with the names right now. You got yeah. Danny Garcia, Bernard Hopkins, Joe Frazier, Meldrick Taylor. You got a bunch of people like from spanning eras, but I mean, what's your favorite currently or past? Um, currently, uh, it's I would say uh, J-Rock, Julia J-Rock Williams. He was, because I watched him growing up as a kid. Most people don't know. I learned a lot of stuff from him. I used to study. My dad used to help me study. He used to record him. You know, so I knew a lot about J-Rock. He used to come in the amateurs, and he only wore these one pair of shorts, these black and red shorts, and he used to throw the executioner sign like Bedard. But I didn't know as a kid. I thought it was his sign because he used to stop people. Oh shoot! Yeah, okay. yeah. And I tell you, to this day, he laughed at me every time I said it. <laughs> but because he know, he already know. He like, bro. He like, those was my only pair of shorts. <laughs> I mean, for a so coming up the amateurs and now pro was, was that an easy transition for you, or did you need to adjust? I know some amateurs are so used to the amateur style. They're going pro. It takes I always a had a pro style. Okay. I always had a pro style, so it wasn't so hard for me to adjust. You know, I just had to sit there with my punches. Okay, okay. Um, and my other question would be, um, now with the Olympics saying you don't have to wear headgear, is it even worth being part of, like, amateur, like, going into, like, trying out for Olympics? It's stuff? worth it. Is it's it worth, worth it? it. Yeah, I honestly can say it's worth it because it, it helped you prepare for the pros a lot faster. I fought without the headgear before. You did? You know, I'm, yeah, I mean, I what, out there. what would be the pros and cons for you, like with headgear, no headgear? You can see a lot more. You see a lot better. Like really? your, your vision is crazy without I, the headgear. Yeah, you do. You do. And, and you try a lot more not to get hit without it. It's almost like a safeguard. It's almost like, oh, I can take the head because it's not going to. Yeah, I've yeah, had that experience head, before. I can take it, but without that headgear, people, a lot of people ain't going to risk it. I had that happen to me one time. I sparred and I go, I'm going to try it without headgear. I'm like, it ain't going to hurt. I think I got a good solid chin. And I yeah. fought against a guy who was training for like, I think a golden gloves. Clocked me with a nice overhand right. I thought I had a good chin. I thought I did one until I found myself on the floor. 
picking up my mouthpiece. I'm like, yeah, I don't got a good chin. I need a, I need to learn defense. I can't just fucking stand in there. Yeah. A lot of people career like left the amateurs after that. Like I said, they were a boxer boy. It, it shows. It separates a lot, you know, without that hair. So, so I got it's good. Yeah. So my next question would be here. So I was watching uh Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury in their little press conference. And I was thinking, you know, I'm ask you because you're pro. Do you feel nowadays you have to be very flamboyant? You have to be very out there to promote yourself? Or is it just like better just to be reserved and let, let your actions speak in the ring so you can sell yourself like that? Or do you have to be a showman? You got to show yourself. Like everybody is talking now. I don't talk. I just like, bro, I always, ah, man, what the heck? Go on. You, you got me? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Audio, yeah. I got you. The visual is like flickering, but you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, because somebody was calling me. I, I'm going to turn my phone on. Uh, yeah, I turned my phone off or uh, silent. But uh, I always been like the fighter, like the show in the ring, the show myself, you know. But it's a lot of people that that talk. Like I learned, I know that's what's getting there. You know? Everybody's talking like, "Yo, yeah, I'll, I'll f them up. I'll do this today. They can't beat me. This yada yada yada." Like you gotta, you gotta sell. Mm-hmm. You gotta start selling. So you know, once my time come. I'm a sell, but I, I'm always let my shit talk in the ring. And know? that was gonna be my other follow up. Like now, like the whole selling part. Like you see people on social media, like perfect example, Ryan Garcia sells himself like that. Um, yeah, Devin Haney, you got Jake Paul. You know, you want to call him a box, you don't, whatever. But they're selling themselves out there on social media to get people to follow them, and the trends there. Do you feel pressured to be like to be to force yourself to do some things on social media? Be like. This is whack. I don't need to do this shit, but you want yeah. eyes. You want eyes because at the end of the day, you're a product. You're selling your product. You're trying to get people to watch, to tune in to watch you. Do you feel forced that you need to do that? Or you're like, nah, nah, I'm going to let my my skills do all the talking there. I'm going to let my skills do the talking. You feel me? But hey, when somebody come at me on social media, I'm going to talk that shit back with you. <laughs> you know, let's believe you will get it. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you what it is. And I believe it that day. I'm going to say a few words, and that'll be all I say. Damn. Like that? Oh, man. Yeah, because the next is going to be in that ring. I'm going to tell you, social media can't speak for you. And that's usually the case. I mean, it hasn't been the case lately with some of these guys, but I feel sooner or later they're getting, someone's going to catch up to these guys. Yes, it is. Um, My other question, what was my other question? Damn, I, I'm like, I have shitty writing, so I don't even know what I put. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Damn. So going into the whole, you know, social media, what's your point of people thinking, especially like outside perspective of casual fans thinking that boxers only think about money instead of legacy? Are you in that boat? Like, well, if the money comes, it's good, but my legacy is what comes first or is it vice versa? My legacy comes first. I want to be remembered. Do you remember? Yeah, I want them to, to know like, yo, Joshua Reward Jones, uh, he... he he, that boy, he, he showed, he showed, like, you know how I want my name to be remembered. You want your name to be, like, that. right next to, like, Roberto Duran. When they say Hands of Stone, they think of Roberto Duran. When they say The Real War, you're like, that's Josh. They, exactly. Yeah, I want that. I want that, bro. Um, Then my thing is, what's what's your short-term goal right now going into it? Like, I mean, like I said, you're, you're a prospect. You're coming up. You fight between 135, 140, right? Yeah, 135, 140. So right now, like, what's, like, your short-term goals coming into the next, like, three years? 
uh, for the next three years, I'm trying to at least be ranked within the top 10, top 20. And you, either division, don't matter? Either division. I think I'm going to go down to go back down to 135. I'm, I'm easing myself down, bro. Don't, like, I mean, I'm trying to see, like, how it feels because the pandemic, I put on a lot of weight. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to work my weight back in the to get my weight back down. Yeah, I'm going to say The right way. Oh, the right the way? The right way, too. Instead of, like, losing it fast and not feeling like I got no legs, like, my body feeling weak. Like, nah, I don't want to do it that way. So, like, right, I think you're like welterweight, right? Or junior welterweight? Yeah, welterweight. <laughs> so, so, you're, like, going from welterweight, and I think this fight is right here is a, a, a 140 division, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. That's a smart thing. That's what I would do. Like, I wouldn't jump from, like, by what are the 147 all the way to 135 you're depleting yourself you're putting yourself you're exposing yourself yeah you know, you're, yeah. yeah that's a smart move a lot of fighters don't think like that they're like ah oh, no i can cut this weight and yeah. i mean do you do you uh are you one of those fighters that introduces a sports science into it? like you i mean obviously you're cutting the weight smart but yeah. you know you still put in the old school mentality like you know train hard do this but still add in some of the sports science to cut the weight uh, yeah i like I train hard, bro. Mm. So, you know, everything like comes like when I train, I lose at least five pounds a day. People don't know. Yeah, we lose at least because we work hard in the gym. Yeah. You know, we train it. So, like with my training, and I still do strength and conditioning. I still run. I still, you know, sometimes I I be eat horrible sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's all, all some greedy stuff, look. But since I since I train so hard, it don't put nothing on me. Like it'd be like I'd be okay. I might put a powder to on. Damn. See, I admire yeah. I admire that hell now, dog. It takes me like a couple months to get shoot, to shoot down some weight. <laughs> I mean, I just ran three miles and did eight rounds, and I'm like, I should be shedding down some good weight. I'm scared to go. Yeah. On the, I'm scared to go on the scale. I'm thinking nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Even though I sweated, <laughs> I'm all emptying out the the sweat into a bucket. Nothing. I'm like, I didn't. I, didn't, I probably didn't shit anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. But I mean, you shit. You five pounds. Damn. Probably lost like a bro, pound. Like barely bro, like one day, listen, one day it was like ninety degrees outside, and we had the heat on, like Damn. ninety degrees. Listen, bro, I lost like ten pounds that one day. No bro. shit. We were working hard, bro. Like, yeah, like I'll be good, bro. No, no one, no one did they call you the real war, man. You're putting yourself in there. You're putting yourself in war. You're putting your body into war. No way. You're going to make Hell someone yeah, pay for man. that shit in the ring. Hell yeah. And, and that's what I go and look, you know, I go in that ring. Like everybody's trying to take off by simply. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, look, I mean, I was talking to you before the air and I asked you if the fight's postponed. So now your fight now rescheduled to July 24th. Yeah. Does this frustrate you that the fight got postponed or is it more more time to sharpen your tools and the game plan going into your fight? More time to sharpen my tools and my game plan, bro. I I like at first I used to look at it as like damn, like my fights got canceled, like it'd be down on myself. But now that I matured like mentally, I'm really maturing mentally. It's like, yo, they give me more time just to get myself right. Like yep. Maybe this is God speaking to me, like tell me to get my tools sharpened even more, like you know, tell me it ain't the right time for that fight, like you know. Yeah. I don't think negative order these things are where I think positive 
I come out like I smile more now, like so it's a great thing, yeah. No, you you see that's the thing. You look you look at the it's a negative, but you turned it into a positive training. Yeah, putting more emphasis onto the training, sharpening your tools, getting ready for the fight. So you look spectacular. Yeah, I look at the bright side of things. Yeah. Like, so how can I watch that fight? Because I'm seriously want to watch that fight. I will stream. I stream everything through my Instagram live, bro. Okay. Like I stream all my stuff. So, so be sure you can really tune in my Instagram live. And I know that sometimes that they they be streaming on these channels like online and stuff where you can pay for it online, like five six dollars to watch yeah. stuff. So, I will, I will make sure I, I I get you the link. Oh hell yeah, for sure. I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna watch if party. You wanna do it that way, but yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do a watch party. I'm gonna bring my brother. My brother wanted to be here and I'm like, no, 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 go do your thing. Because he had to go do a yes. thing with the girl. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'll do the interview back. He was like, while we were watching highlights, we were as as much as we could. I'm like, dude, that's not yes. bad. Like, this is really dope. Like, this guy's good. Fuck yeah. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> no it. No problem, man. Fellow, it's yeah, game I'll time. Getting better. Yeah, dude, you getting better, bro. Seriously, I can't wait to see your fight. I can't wait to see you climbing the, the ranks, get to the top 10. I'm hoping for you, praying for you to get to the top 10, bro, for sure. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it, bro. So it's getting to that time right now where we're going to wrap it up. But where can they find you? Where can they support you? Shout it out there. Let the fans know. Yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram at Josh the Boxer with a D-A, not the, the boxer. Uh, Facebook at Joshua uh, the Real War Jones. Twitter at Josh the Boxer. Y'all can go support my clothing line at Real War Fit on Instagram. The website will be up soon. I'm working on the website now, but for now it's on Instagram. And excuse my news. You know, I had I had a tough day in Sparrow one day and it, the other day and it swelled my nose up. So I really can't talk. It's, I thought you had the flu. I hope you didn't have the flu. I'm like, I hope you don't get the flu, no. champ. I know. Hell no. Nah, I, nah. Don't worry. I'm like, you, it, you, you had a rough time in sparring? Or yeah. I, you had the flu? Like, when I bleed, when I bleed out of my nose, I get a, a, a sinus infection. Oh, and, and it swells like swells my nose up. Oh, so I got to go to, I actually got to go to my doctor so they can give me some uh, antibiotics and stuff for it so it could uh, clear it out and swell it, whatever. They give me like this, this cleaned out. But he put this tube in my nose to clean my nose out. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, I got, I got real bad sinuses, real bad. Like I always get a sinus infection from something small, but it happens. But he ain't letting yeah. it stop you. He ain't letting it stop you, though, champ. Hell no! I'm smart. <laughs> I still be smart. Like I don't care. Hey, well, that's why they call you the real world, bro. Because you out there, you don't let it stop you. You ain't got no sinus infection. Nothing's gonna stop you. You can Hell tell no, it to like. Yeah. It, uh, be sure I got a, a documentary coming out so called the Real War Story. Oh yeah! Everybody, everybody will be able to check it out. You know, try to we try to get it. We we try to see if we get it straight to like Netflix or Amazon or some. You know, but more than likely it'll be on YouTube where everybody be able to tune in and watch it to see my life story about how I'm coming up, where everything going on. Hey, let me and, know, champ. I'll I'll put that on the page. I'll put that on the page for sure. I'll support. Yes, sir. This is before I even started this, like oh, my uh, real world fit. And I had, because I had a man bun. You had a man bun? Yeah, I deleted my pictures. My hair was long. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll be able to tell, like, how much weight I had, like, I was, how big I was in, in the videos, too. Oh, damn. So this was, like, when you were, like, at welterweight? 
for Super Bowl. I was, big, I was bigger than Wells week. Oh damn! Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Seriously, send me the link to that one, dude. So that's out there. I'll promote it on the show. Get the fans yes, out there sir. to support that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Nah, thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming down. I mean, I, uh, like I said, I mean, I was I was super nervous going into this interview, dude. I can yes. talk to you again. Like I said, like hopefully when you win, we can get you back on the show. We can do a victory lap on here. Yeah, bro. You have your anytime, bro. You know, for sure, for sure. You get a bro. <laughs> there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the interview. I want to thank you guys. Don't forget to tune in to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. It helps with the visibility of tonight's episode. Don't forget to get some merch. It's tank top season. Show off your beer bellies. Or if you're the real war, Josh uh, Jones here, you can show off that boxing <laughs> body. If we go yes, ahead, of course, the boxing page. Like I said, go, go check out his clothing line. I'm for sure going to put my fat ass in some of those clothes, for sure. <laughs> thank you bro <laughs> no problem man other than that folks thank you for tuning in we'll be back next week